right now, the big thing online is follow the trends of what the influencers are doing. Do the real, just copy what the other people are doing and, and that will work. Do the lip sync that everyone else is doing. Dance and point on Instagram and that will get you followers. Okay, that's wonderful if you enjoy doing that. I think that's fantastic, okay? But when you're asking yourself, how do I stand out in a saturated market? You going and copying what someone else is doing is never going to build a legacy brand. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and I believe that you deserve to have it all. Less than 2% of female founders ever break 1 million in revenue, and less than 25% of women are breaking the C-suite glass ceiling. And our team at CEO School is on a mission to change that. Each week, you'll learn from incredible mentors who are breaking the statistics, as well as women well on their way, sharing how they defied the odds so that you can do it too. If you are an ambitious woman who wants to create a life of impact through financial freedom, self-growth, and find confidence in your voice, grab a seat because class is officially in session. This episode is sponsored by The Club, a quarterly box and digital monthly community to help you level up in leadership and life. Learn more today at join.theceoschool.co slash the club. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, Sanira Madani, and today I am so excited to introduce you to our special guest. Today's guest is a business strategist and best-selling author who takes overworked entrepreneurs and helps them become seven-figure CEOs. You guys all know I am 100% about this, as less than 2% of female founders ever break a million in revenue, and we at CEO School are on a mission to change that. We are so excited to welcome Kelly. Kelly Roach is here today, and she started in corporate America, rising through the ranks to become the youngest VP of a Fortune 500 company. With this experience, she created a successful business incubator and a top 10, y'all, top 10 marketing podcast called The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, and so much more. She's a CEO of four different businesses multiple seven figures, and even an eight-figure business. Kelly is an ongoing expert on multiple television networks and has been featured in every publication imaginable from Inc. to Forbes to Authority Magazine. And we couldn't be more excited to have her on the show today. Welcome, Kelly. I'm so pumped that you're here. Ah, Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited. We're just getting to know each other a little bit behind the scenes before the show. And when I asked you what you did, I love that you said, I am the founder of multiple different businesses because I feel you so hard on that. I have multiple businesses myself, some for impact, some for profit and a podcast. I feel like I relate to all the things that you're doing and you are also supporting women entrepreneurs, which is something that's so near and dear to us here at CEO school. And I would love to just deep dive first into you introducing yourself. Tell us a little bit about what you do, your background, how you got started into all the success that you have today. Yeah, for sure. Well, of course, I'm obsessed with the world of business and entrepreneurship, but first and foremost, I have a wife and mom. So I have a seven-year-old daughter named Madison. And, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, we have just the opportunity to be the hero of our own life story and then to open that up as far as really showing the next generation that anything is possible. So that's kind of, you know, my mindset and, and mantra coming into life. You know, growing up, I grew up in a big family and the five most common words that I heard every single day were, no, we can't afford it. 
And so, you know, as soon as I was old enough to start working, I was working every job you could possibly think of. All through college, I was working three jobs. At one point, I was babysitting. I was a cocktail waitress. I was an NFL cheerleader. I was teaching aerobics after class. I mean, I was just doing all the things. And so when I had the opportunity to graduate and I went into the working world, I decided I was going to be the first one in and the last one out every single day. And I was just going to prove myself. And I was going to look for every opportunity possible to maximize the opportunity I had been given. And so I was promoted seven times in eight years. We broke every record in the company's history for profitable growth, for expansion, for internal promotions. And it gave me the opportunity to really learn the ins and outs of business, like legitimate, real billion dollar corporate strategy that I now use to teach and empower entrepreneurs to achieve financial freedom. So that time in my life was really, really valuable. That's where I learned everything that I know and use in my business every single day. And, you know, I just feel privileged and honored to have the opportunity to do work in the world that I know makes a difference for people to help them accomplish their goals and dreams. And all of my companies tie back to the idea of how can I empower either this generation or the next one to achieve financial freedom through the world of entrepreneurship. I absolutely love that. And I can completely relate to when you talk about building billion dollar businesses and all the learnings that you can achieve even working for a company or even through a company. My day-to-day here at Stacks, I'm at Stacks headquarters today is my baby. I launched this company from absolutely nothing to now a billion dollar unicorn. And it takes a lot of lessons and learning and growth and so many things that you just can't learn anywhere else until you actually just do it. And these experiences and something that I was always so frustrated with is I couldn't find business coaches or programs or things that were run by real entrepreneurs that are building businesses at the same exact time. You have, you know, incredible coaches or people that have done there, been that, but the strategies that took place even in the two thousands are not applicable today in 2021, let alone like old school business coaches or strategy like that have been in corporate America and then in the nineties. Right. And so something for me that I felt was really missing, especially as a woman looking to scale her business, I didn't go to CEO school, nor did I have the resources to find people that were in it, living, breathing it. And here we are today. And where have you been in my life and my journey? Because I could have definitely used you eight years ago with all these learnings that I had to learn on my own, but now we get to do it today. Now we get to help empower and teach other women, some of the learnings that we have, and then also learn from each other. Right. Cause it, I think it's just so amazing. So I love that you said that you had that experience and it was, you actually built it eight years through and through got promoted. I love that you said first in last out. That is the mentality of success and something that frustrates me. And I don't know if it frustrates you, Kelly, is sometimes the working culture of today. And I'm all about rest and relaxation and having a life and having boundaries. But if you want to be successful, you also have to put in the work. Hard work is the shortcut. What are your thoughts there? Oh my gosh. It's insane. I mean, obviously I run a a fairly large organization now. We're an eight figure company on our way to nine and you have this experience yourself as well. And, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge because everyone in this micro nanosecond environment that we're in with social media, they all want the success. They want the life. They want the freedom. They want the money, but then they're like, Oh, 
I don't want that part, the work that goes with it, right? And, you know, I will say, I think that there's a severe misrepresentation online of what it actually takes to be successful. I see so many coaches and so many teachers in the online space that misrepresent the sacrifice, the immense amount of years. You know, I say all the time, like overnight success is 15 years in the making, right? To get to this point, there's years and years of failure that you have to extract the learnings from those failures to gain the education that's required to achieve success. And I think a really hard part of this internet world that we live in now is that people think that success can happen overnight or without going through those sacrifices in that journey. And it just doesn't work that way. Right. No, it does not work that way at all. And you're so right on the misrepresentation. It's like, especially from like a, the world of digital entrepreneurship and seeing, you know, even just the way that we're sharing. And I love that we were talking about money and income and things like that, but you don't know if the other person's seven figure business or six figure, like, is it profitable? Is it even a successful business? How are they actually earning the, the revenues? And it's just like, there's so much misrepresentation online about money, about experience, about actual, what it takes to go run the business. It's completely missing. All we see is like mojitos on the beach and like cash rolling in. Oh my gosh. It's, it's wild. And you know, what we do in my company is we really help people first learn. Yes. The client acquisition strategies, but again, in the world of entrepreneurship, running a company has been dumbed down to go find clients. That is one tiny, tiny little piece of what it takes to run a successful company. It's about leadership. It's about team. It's about systems. It's about infrastructure. It's not just about getting the client. It's how do you keep the client? It's even harder to keep the client than it is to get the client. And this is the kind of stuff that never gets talked about online. I talk about it on my podcast all the time. I'll scream it from the rooftops. I always say, I unfortunately am never the bearer of good news because I'm a truth teller. And I would much rather have a client come in and start working with me that actually understands like, you need to be a business athlete. Like this is going to be the hardest year of your life. Like you're going to need to sacrifice and like go all in. If you want this outcome that you're coming to me for, I would rather someone know that walking in and willingly sign up for that than think, oh, I'm going to meditate and I'm going to manifest my seven figure business. And I'm going to only do the things that feel like they're in ease and in flow. And all of a sudden I'm going to have, you know, this success and these results. But the crazy part is, is that the people that did do that work to get those results are then perpetuating this idea that that's what they did to get there. And it's not, you go to any successful person that, you know, and they're going to tell you the same things, discipline, running the reps, doing the hard work, first one in last one out. Like there's an energy and a discipline that comes with high performance and high achievement. Right. I love that you called it being an athlete because I definitely feel that way as an entrepreneur and I'm not athletic physically in any way, but it is, it's like that it's showing up for the game and you have seasons, you have really tough seasons. And if you want to win a championship, there is a different level of athletes that win championships. So much different. You can be an athlete. That's like a runner that, you know, is for yourself. And there's a different level of business for you for that. But if you want to win the fucking championship and you want to be as great as the greatest Kobe Bryant showed up first in last out. So did Michael Jordan. So did Serena Williams and every athlete who's at the top of their game, they put in the work. And if you're not putting in the work, your competition is, and they're going to eat your lunch. And we forget that part of it too. And I think this is the part of business that 
we learn through experience, but we don't have to, right? We can learn from, this is why you share these stories on your podcast. This is why I'm here sharing these stories. We don't have to learn through our experience if we can learn from someone else's failures and we can learn from someone else's successes. I love it. I want us to kind of deep dive some of, into your methodology because obviously you're working with entrepreneurs, the unstoppable entrepreneurs. I love that. The unstoppable entrepreneurs. And I'm with you on the, what it takes to get it done. So you and I are on the same exact page on this. What are the things that you're seeing in today in 2021 that your clients are having the biggest hurdles or challenges maybe that you can talk about in whatever category, whether it's systems, whether it's people let's deep dive into it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, there's a hundred directions we could go in, right? But what I would say is, you know, the white noise online right now is off the freaking chains. We all know it. It's all time high for market saturation. We have great resignation happening where more people are quitting their jobs and starting their own business. Then we have thousands, if not millions of businesses that are going from brick and mortar to pivoting online because of, you know, the coronavirus and everything that's happened with that. So now we have an already zero barrier to entry online space with noise through the roof. And now entrepreneurs are tasked with really determining how am I going to stand out? How am I going to be seen, be heard, be paid in a highly fragmented market with zero barrier to entry? And I love it. I honestly love it. And for most entrepreneurs, first of all, it's going to shake a lot of people out of the game. It's going to shake a lot of people out of the game because it's going to show who is the real deal and who's not. What I'm really focusing on with my clients is number one, playing the long game. You have to be in this for decades, not for days, not for weeks, not for months. You have to run the reps like an athlete. Consistency and frequency in your content. And number three, you have to have a brain in your head. And this is the part that no one is talking about. Right now, the big thing online is follow the trends of what the influencers are doing. Do the real, just copy what the other people are doing and, and that will work. Do the lip sync that everyone else is doing. Dance and point on Instagram and that will get you followers. Okay, that's wonderful. If you enjoy doing that, I think that's fantastic. Okay, but when you're asking yourself, how do I stand out in a saturated market? You going and copying what someone else is doing is never going to build a legacy brand. So what I do with my customers is I help them to identify their convictions, identify what their belief system is, identify what the core differentiator in their methodology is, and go to market creating legacy-based, thought-provoking content that actually carries weight, that actually makes a difference for people, that isn't just you checking the box of saying, I need to post on Instagram today. I need to create a story. I need to create a podcast and doing what everyone else is doing. You're just contributing to the problem, right? So I think 2022 is the year of like, take a step back, like think about what you're doing. Think about why you're doing it. Like put a little critical thinking and weight and energy behind your go-to-market strategy. Like have a go-to-market strategy, right? It's not just show up on Instagram every day. It's not just create reels. It's not just dance around and point on Instagram. Like Put a little thought into when you get 15 years down the road and you look back at the body of work that you created and the difference that you made and how you showed up, are you going to feel proud to show your children, to show your grandchildren? Are you doing something that has meaning and thought behind it? This isn't the sexy, like easy thing that everyone sees online, but what I found is my customers are able 
to grow to seven figures in a year. They are able to cross over the threshold of eight figures, which is almost unheard of in legitimate, you know, online businesses, you know? So I think that it's like, sometimes it's the opposite scheme. And I think a lot of people just kind of follow the herd and go over the cliff with them. And I'm trying to kind of like wave my hands and like scream from the rooftops. Like there's another way, like use some thought, use some strategy, have a plan, like return to the fundamentals. You know, these are some of the things that I'm trying to share with people. I love it. I'm obsessed. And I, I know sometimes now I could like literally pull your face out of the screen and like, <laughs> like a hug right now. Like Amen, sister. A fucking men. Like that is exactly that. Everyone is following the same bullshit. You're not going to stand out. It is so noisy. And you're absolutely right. We are in a time right now where it has never been so easy to start a business, which is exciting. There's so many great things about it because now it means that we all have an equal opportunity. We all have an equal opportunity to do something incredible and to take our knowledge and to pursue our passions. Right. So that's exciting. But at the same time, it is noisy. It is noisy out there. And you're right. What everybody doing is what everybody else is doing. And it's not going to set you apart and taking the time, like what you said, and this is what you guys have to do, right? This is where every listener out here today work on that today. I mean, we are in November, you have eight weeks left, you know, weeks left before the end of the year. What are you going to do with your time? What does 2022 actually look like for you? Are you going to be proud of that business? You have to be in it for look. If you want to be in it to win, you're in it for the long run. What do you want your legacy to look like when you look back? And are you actually serving that purpose through what everybody else is doing? Absolutely not. And I think the money is what people sometimes it's easy or like you can see it and you're like, that's my motivator. That should be one of the last things on your list. Like if you are not starting your business from a true set of passion to say, I bring this unique set of shine, this unique set of amazing ball of that. No one else is going to get anywhere. This product, this service, this company, this mission, that is what your customers are going to purchase from you in the long run. And I love that you talked about even thinking about your go-to-market because Instagram isn't a go-to-market. It's part of the strategy. Yes. I love that so, so much. I can't even tell you. It's interesting because it's this dichotomy of on one hand, it's the noisiest it's ever been. And on the other hand, if you just pick your head up and go up one tier from the nonsense, it's not very crowded up here. It's so interesting. So you have everyone killing each other down here as a commodity, literally circling the grain. I literally feel like when I wake up every morning and I see what's going on online, it's like, like, I'm like, really? Like, okay. But if you just go up one tier of thoughtfulness, a strategic insight, really, instead of chasing the money and saying, oh, I see people all the time making a decision about the way that they're going to build their business because they think this niche is faster, easier money. This niche is less crowded, blah, blah, blah. They're not making the decision based on, this is what I believe my calling is, and I'm committed to working for the rest of my life to be the best in the world at what I'm doing, no matter what it takes. And guess what? When people interact with you, they can tell when you're phoning it in. They can tell when you're phoning it in, right? They can also tell when you are freaking on fire and you're like, this is what I'm here to do. This is what I was created for. This is what I'm going to be the best in the world at. Nothing is going to stop me, right? And that's what people are magnetized to. 
you will not have the passion to overcome the hurdles that you will face as an entrepreneur if you are doing something because of a surface level desire, because you're chasing the money, or because you think that it's the easiest path to success, because you won't have the tenacity to follow through until completion. And that's the missing link. And that's what people have to get. And that's why I said, take a step back. You still have November and December. Take a step back and really think about what you're here to do. I guarantee if you're doing the thing that you believe is actually answering purpose, calling, why you're here, the innate given gifts that you were rewarded with, that's going to set you up for long-term success. And if you're not set up for long-term success, you're not going to make it anyway. This isn't a short game, right? I'm done. The show's over. We're done. We can wrap (laughs) up and we can leave. And this is all the inspiration that we all needed today to really, I love that you said that it is this hamster wheel on the bottom and everyone's fighting for it. And the ones that just taking that extra little bit of thoughtfulness and being different is really what's going to set you apart. So I love, absolutely love that for those that are listening and they think they're like, Hey, I'm in it. I'm in it for the long run. And I want to be different. Where do you begin to be different if you have a sea full of competitors, right? So, you know, I also believe that you can start something, whether there's competition in the space or not. So I'm a believer, like you do not have to be the first person to create something, to do something. You have to have your unique spin on it, but I'd love to hear your perspective on this woman that's listening here today. That's all in Kelly. She's like, I'm in it. I hear you ladies. I'm going to be above it. How does she set herself apart or what's next for her? Yeah. And I just want to make one comment really quickly before we go forward about the competition thing, because I I hope this perspective will help everyone listening. When a franchise like McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's or Chick-fil-A goes to initiate a new location, they never initiate a new location based on a lack of competition. They always initiate a new location based on a concentration of competition. And I wish that entrepreneurs could understand that an abundance of competition means an abundance of money and opportunity. It does not mean lack for anyone. And that's why you should look at every competitor as a potential collaborator, not as someone that you need to tear down or fight against or or be concerned about because I'm me, you're you. The people that are meant to work with you are going to be attracted to you naturally. And the people who are meant to be working with me are going to be attracted to me. And that is why you asked the question, what would the first step be for someone who's like, I'm freaking all in, let's do this, Kelly. How do I get started? It's identifying your convictions about where and how you believe that you can create a superior outcome for your clients. And it is stepping forward and taking ownership of saying, you know, you may have gotten these results using these methodologies up until now, but there's this one little missing link that I'm going to help you blow the lid off your results. I'm going to help you understand the gap as to why you haven't been able to get to where you want to be. And I'm going to step forward as your leader, and I'm going to show you how to make it happen. It is all about conviction. And it's not just conviction where we talk about identifying what's wrong with your industry or identifying what's wrong with other service providers, because you don't need to present anything negative about anyone else ever to be successful. But when we talk about conviction, it's about really future casting with your market and helping them to see what the next level of success can look like for them. What is that little distinction that you can help them to unlock 
that's going to be the thing that takes them from where they are to where they want to be. And why is working with you, utilizing your methodology, your teachings, your go-to-market going to be that unlock for them? right? So just start teaching, start serving. You know, people ask me all the time, if you were starting over today, what would you do? I always say like, I would be behind the camera every single day. I would be behind the microphone every single day. And I would just serve my face off, right? Because when you make deposits in the reciprocity bank and you truly have a heart of service, it will come back around. And I think that's the missing link that we forget. I love that. I love that advice. It's so solid. And you're absolutely right. You know, when you talk about that conviction, you can feel that level of conviction from those that are truly experts that are truly serving their purpose, that all the brands, even from a product level perspective, this applies across the board to every single business, your product and your brand story should have that conviction. Even if you're not that face, you know, your product story should have that conviction. I absolutely love this. So let's talk a little bit about scaling now, right? And that's something that you've obviously done really well. You have multiple, you know, different businesses at different levels. You know, what is like the advice that you have for an entrepreneur that has gotten started and is focused on what are the pain points that you see? Why is scale so difficult? Yeah, well, I think scale is so difficult. One, because even if you have high level business experience, there's a difference between scaling something inside of someone else's business and then building it from the ground up in your own. So scaling requires you to learn a completely new skill set that for probably most people listening is going to be completely foreign to you. And I think one of the things that is difficult about scaling is that number one, everything blows up at every level. So, you know, you get to six figures and nothing works anymore. Then you get to seven figures and nothing works anymore. Then you get to multiple seven figures, nothing works anymore. Then you get to eight. And I think a lot of times because there's this misrepresentation of success and entrepreneurship, people think that when those breakdowns happen, that the business isn't working or I can't do this or I'm not good enough or maybe I wasn't cut out for this or maybe I need to change my model, my business, my focus. And it's like, no, you're just moving through the next stage and you have to grow into your skin again. You have to redesign your systems. You have to elevate your team. You might need to change some of the players right? So scale is difficult because it looks like failure most of the time. I will say that as I went from six to seven to eight figures, I felt like I was failing most of the time. I was failing most of the time, but it was because I wouldn't let that failure keep me down. But I I was always looking for like, okay, the business is talking to me. What is the business telling me? What do I need to do differently? What is not working here? What do we need to change? And because we kept going, we were able to make it through those hurdles. But they say like when an airplane is on its way from Philadelphia to San Diego, it's off course like 95% of the time. It's just little course corrections constantly when you're off track, pulling you back on track that ultimately gets you to the destination. So I think it's understanding that you have to get really cozy and really comfortable with failure. And when things aren't working in the business, it doesn't mean the business can't work. It means the business is talking to you and it's time to change and rearrange those puzzle pieces to make it work again at this new level. I've been there and this is a hundred percent true. This is 
something that I say so often is that what got you from zero to five is not what's going to get you from five to six. It's definitely not what's going to get you from six to seven. And then the story goes on. It is a completely different playbook and it's building an airplane while flying it, right? That's also like, this is building a business from the ground up. And then you have to completely readjust all of it. And you do have to piece it together, right? It's not going to be perfect. I think like the biggest thing that I see entrepreneurs like mistakes, I would say, if you want to kind of shift gears here to think like we coach a lot of women, we have a lot of people that, you know, we see a lot of business every day. One of the things that I see is women trying, cause our perfectionist tendencies try to like, they really come and bite us when it comes to entrepreneurship. And there is no such thing as perfect when it comes to business. And you have to be willing when you talked about failure, you have to be willing to just go for it and then adjust that process, adjust that tool. I love that you said, listen to your business and it feels like failing, but it's just being okay with it, not being perfect and just iterating through it all. What are your there. Do you see that often? Constantly. I actually just had a conversation with my clients about it yesterday, because one of the things with us is we're always evolving our programming and we're always looking for ways to, you know, achieve never ending improvement. We're always looking at what's working and what's not working. And, you know, I shared this, you know, with my clients, you know, every time when you're running a bigger company, every time you make a decision, people love it and people hate it. And that could be your employees or that could be your clients. Right. So even in that process of iteration, which is absolutely necessary, like you won't grow if you don't keep iterating and keep ideating what improvement can look like, how you can get just one step forward in the process. But you also have to be ready that you're going to get resistance every step of the way. You're going to do something. You're going to think it's the greatest thing in the world. You're going to be excited over the moon to do it. And you're going to have people be like, I hate it. That's awful. It's the worst decision ever. And so That's the thing you also, it's not just getting comfortable with failure, but it's getting comfortable with judgment. It's getting comfortable with the fact that you can't need claps. You can't do it so that you get the applause. You can't do it so that you get external validation. Because even when you achieve a high level of success, you have just as much resistance as you do validation. That validation has to come from within. And this is why I'm so focused on teaching about conviction marketing. The validation has to come from within that you actually believe in what you're doing, that you actually stand behind what you're doing, that you know why you're doing what you're doing. Like it's not a tactical surface decision, but it's like literally who you are, right? And then when you have the resistance, you have the haters, you have the the trolls, you have the this, you have that, you're like, cool. But like, I know who I am. Right. Yeah. And that's another thing we have to remember. I love it. This is so amazing. I could sit here and talk to you for another hour, but everyone's got to get their day going. Can you tell us a little bit about, I know you speak on a lot of TV, like I've seen you everywhere. Tell us a little bit about that. What are you, I think it's so amazing to see women talking about business on TV. Thank you, by the way, for paving the way for more of us. Tell us a little bit about your TV segments. And I see you're on ABC, NBC, Fox, CW. What are you talking about and what's happening there? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I go on television and I do segments on a regular basis. I absolutely love it. It's exactly what you said. It's like, let's get the female voice of entrepreneurship out there on television. I have a dream of one day, like bringing entrepreneurship to the mainstream conversation in television. You know, we have super soul Sunday where people come together and they talk about their spiritual growth. Why don't we have these types of shows about entrepreneurial education to help people be empowered to accomplish their dreams? 
things, right? So I'm just trying to chip away at it, you know, a little bit at a time. But I go out there and I talk about anything related to entrepreneurship, whether it's, you know, the overnight success being 15 years or what it really takes to have success in 2021 or 2022 in the online market. Where can we find you? Where can we support you? How can we just learn more from Kelly? Yeah, definitely. So I would say follow Kelly Roach official on Instagram. The best way if you want to learn or hang out or just be a part of my world is come listen to the podcast. It's 20 minutes or less, two episodes a week. I put my heart and soul into it. There's no commercials and it's just an opportunity to come and grow, get strategic insight, be inspired, get strategy. That's going to help you accomplish your goals. And that's, you can go to Kelly Roach show anywhere that you find a podcast. I absolutely love it. And we'll be linking everything in the show notes. Thank you so much to our listeners today for being here. I know we're all so fired up to get our day and week started and to come with conviction and to really have that why and have our purpose stand out. And I just absolutely feel so inspired when we talk, when you literally talked about how you just have to be a little bit better, be a little bit thoughtful. And that is what really sets you apart. That is absolutely the magic. And you heard it here first with Kelly at CEO school. We'll see you guys next week. And I can't wait. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast and show. Our team at CEO school works extremely hard to bring you the best content, authentic conversations and expert guests curated every single week to keep you leveling up in leadership, business, and in life. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star rating telling us what you enjoy the most. We will be sending CEO School swag for the next 100 reviews, so don't miss out. Write a review and send us a screenshot at podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Again, it's podcast at theceoschool.co to claim your swag. Thanks so much. We love having you here.